재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 당신은 중고차를 선택한 것이 아니다 당신이 선택한 건 최초라는 자부심이자 경기 없이 누리는 편리함이며 BMW만의 벽이 다른 책임감 당신은 BMW의 선택을 선택했다 BMW 프리미엄 셀렉션 Michelle Kong is here once again from the Seoul Global Center with a little thing called Did You Know? She brings us all the general details of life in Korea from the past and the present. And she's back with us now. Hi, Michelle. Good morning, Kurt. So, yeah, this is May, otherwise known as holiday month. Mm -hmm. Every day seems... Is today a holiday of some kind? Today, not really, as far as I know. But it seems like every other day has been. And then we've had the extra one with the... Election, election day, day right? that's right. Parents' day. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do you know? What did we have? Um, <laughs> children's, well, children's day. day. That's uh-huh. the big one. That's bigger yeah. than parents' day. We just teachers' day yesterday, didn't we? That's right. Mm. It's teachers' day. But uh, I think that teachers' day scenes have changed a lot thanks to the uh, this anti graft law or mm. Kim Young Nan. Yeah, we mentioned that. I mentioned right, that at right, the top. Right. Then the eighteenth. Uh, that's Thursday, I believe. Um, is the anniversary of the Gwangju uprising, which is not a formal holiday, mm-hmm. but it's it's a day when people think about it, right? Yeah, that's right. So uh, this particular like this third week of May is literally filled with uh, so many holidays or celebrations um, and then yesterday uh, that was Teacher's Day but uh, interestingly it was uh, the birthday of King Sejong. Oh, when was that? Yesterday? Yesterday. It, they they did that on purpose. They made on Teacher's purpose. Day that's right. linked with King Sejong. Mm, that's okay. right. So initially a group of Red Cross students visited their teacher who was ill in the hospital um, which wasn't not which was not uh, May 15th it, uh, in the beginning but then this sort of campaign became uh, nationwide and then the government decided May 15th to be the teacher's day um, and then we just mentioned that you will have Gwangju uprising mm-hmm. or democratic uprising mm-hmm. which took place in Gwangju city on May 15th uh, 1980 May 18th, I think. Uh, Yeah, 18th, sorry. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to mark that on Thursday. We're going to have a special guest in the studio, uh, someone who was there. Mm. And these days he teaches about that uh, historic era. Uh, He speaks good English, and Mm -hmm. we're going to have a conversation with him. Okay. And then one more day, uh, the 19th of May. (laughs) That's another holiday. Well, it's not marked as a red cal- uh, red holiday, but it's Invention Day. Invention Day. Mm-hmm. And thus we get to the heart of what we're talking about right? today. We're going to focus on maybe not the day itself, but uh, Korean inventiveness. stuff. Mm-hmm. That's, wh- why did they choose that particular day for Invention Day? Oh, I think I have to mention King Sejong one more time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, when in doubt, King Sejong. Right. Um, King Sejong or King Sejong the Great. Um, he's considered to have been one of the most outstanding Korean kings for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. And one of his great achievements is that he created Hangul or the Korean alphabet. Sure enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he placed great emphasis on other areas, cultural, economic, and scientific um, areas. And then he contributed 
contributed to Korean civilization in many ways. And uh, he had one particular person to help him to um, like create all these like scientific inventions. I didn't know he was an inventor. Also. Uh, oh, okay. Sejong. Sejong himself, not really, but he was so into the scientific he research. Kind of fostered right. inventions along. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, he was the one who is behind this creation of the world's first rain gauge in Korea. To measure the rain levels out in the fields. That's right. Okay. That is May um, six, uh, 19th, sorry, May 19th, 14th. 41. So we call it Invention Day because of King Sejong's rain gauge. Yes. All right. That's right. Um, and then this particular rain gauge is called Chugugi. Have you heard of this? No, but it's a very cute word. Yeah? Sounds like something I'd name my cat or something. Chugugi. Chugugi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I don't, I don't mean to diminish the rain gauge. Mm. It sounds like an important, especially in that era, mm-hmm. very important invention. Um, so let's kind of do a little survey, a little historical survey of Korean inventions. Mm-hmm. I suppose we got to start with those turtle ships. That's what you hear in every museum and every little history lesson. Yes. Admiral Yi's turtle ships. That's right. That's inventive. Inventive, that's right. Um, the Korean turtle ship was considered to be the first ironclad warship in the world. Mm-hmm. It was invented and then built by Admiral Yi Sun-shin. Um, it's shaped like a turtle, literally, and then it's covered with iron plates and spikes. Uh, purpose of those um, spikes uh, is to just prevent an enemy from boarding on the, the ship. Mm-hmm. And it protects the crew well um, beneath the boards. All right. All right. And then, have you seen the turtle ship? It's got a dragon head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dragon's head, kind of like uh, a lot of boats have sort of that mast decoration on some of the old ships. They, they tends to be a woman looking out into the horizon. Mm. But here it's a, a dragon's head. That's a little more fear-inducing, I guess. Right, right. That too. And then it also releases a toxic smoke. That I did not realize. Mm. So you, I, I guess that's effective. You're out in the open air anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the toxic air, it seems like the toxic gas would seem to dissipate, but I guess it was effective at close quarters. Yeah, I think so. And then it would um, block the view from the enemy, I think. Ah, mm-hmm. okay. So mm-hmm. sort of a fog to right. confuse. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And uh, we have another interesting historical fact. Um, world famous news report, uh, news media outlets actually reported that the movable metal type printing was one of the greatest inventions of the second millennium Mm -hmm. Uh, and then probably everybody um, know uh, everybody will know about this uh, printing this metal type printing uh, was done by Gutenberg Mm -hmm. right the 42 line bible widely credited as the father of movable type yes but erroneously so, this is not the first book printed with movable types. Korea had already used a movable metal type in the early 13th century. Mm. And then there's a record that in 1234, which is 200 years before Gutenberg, a book called 상정 고금 예문, that was printed in metal movable types. And then there's another book, some of you might know, 직지. Or Buddha's most important words, it means. Chikji was printed in 1377 with movable metal types. This is And Chikji has kind of become sort of a shorthand in a way to describe the type itself, mm-hmm. hasn't it? Well, what do you mean by that? Well, um, hasn't it become kind of a catch? Or maybe I misunderstand that the, the method of movable type in the Korean context, mm-hmm. what is that called? 
Chikji. Chikji. So mm-hmm. it's kind of the 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 name of the book has oh, yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. grown larger to to kind of encompass ah, the okay. idea yeah, of the yeah, movable yeah. type. Yeah, that's right. Um, you're right. And then forty uh, two line Bible is more for the public, but this Chikji was for monks only, sure. right? Uh, and then this Gutenberg's book and then Korea's Chikji, both books were inscribed on the UNESCO on the same day mm-hmm. in two thousand one, registered as the uh, memory of the world. Yeah. Mm. I I learned about Jikji uh, at a big, huge Korean book fair. Okay. And they had a whole little miniature museum dedicated to it. I, My personal feeling is that Korea does not um, publicize or advertise or kind of pound its chest mm. about Jikji mm. as much as it should. You right. know, every school kid on the planet knows Gutenberg. Right. I think they should probably know Jikji, actually. Mm, it's right. it's, it's um, got to do a little more PR on that, mm, I think. I think so. In the United States, of course, we think of Thomas Edison as, uh, you know, the, the genius of invention, invented mm-hmm. a whole bunch of stuff. Is there a parallel figure in Korea? Uh, right. If asked, probably every single Korean person will answer this name, Chang Yong-shil. Chang Yong-shil. Mm-hmm. When did Chang Yong-shil live? Uh, he lived during the uh, reign of King Sejong. Were they connected? Did King Sejong interface yeah, with this person? Yeah, that's right. Okay. King Sejong and then Chukuki, all this related to this person. He was a Korean scientist and astronomer. Uh, he was a technician and an inventor. He was born in the lower class. His life story is really interesting. So he was a son of a peasant and then Kisang in a government office. And when he became 10, Tang Yong was taken to the civil court. And there, uh, somehow he learned engineering and he became so interested in engineering. Mm. And, uh, King Sejong instituted a policy of selecting officials only based on their capabilities, not by their social class. So even if you're a son of a peasant and a kisang, you can rise up. That's right. Mm. So he was um, he was offered a job, and then he had so much potential to be a great scientist. Um, and then he helped him. King Sejong helped him work as a government official. Uh, at the palace so he was born as a slave but uh, he just uh, moved to this rigid hierarchical system based on Confucianism and then he helped advancing the country's science and technology he made a lot of contributions um, and he has left many great inventions such as well we know the Tsukugi he had a hand in doing that the rain gauge you just told me about that mm-hmm. what, what other stuff well, um, Joseon Dynasty was an agricultural society and the most important element in farming could be water or water management. Mm-hmm. So that's why Chukugi uh, or rain gauge was the uh, most important invention. Um, and then he also invented the world's uh, first, well, not first, in Korea, Korea's first celestial globe called Hwonchan-ui. Say the word one more time. Hun-chun-i. Mm-hmm. And you're saying this is a globe. So a representation of the planet or... That's right. So, um, well, I'm not really smart enough to explain all this um, oh. uh, theory or how it works exactly, but it's an instrument that uh, rotates the internal globes. There are so many globes uh, connected in one uh, device. And then oh, so this is like a mock-up, almost like a kid would do a um, solar system. Yes, yes, uh-huh. that's right. So it, it, it sort of shows the movement of the planets. That's right. Okay. So it shows like the positions of the sun and the moon and the stars. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Uh, and uh, he created 
Korea's first water clock, which is called a Tagyoklu, uh, in 1434, it's a self-striking water clock. Um, well, self-striking clocks have been invented by the Arabians and then Chinese already back then. But the Korean version was a more advanced form, I heard. And it has two stacked jars of water and with water dropping from the top to the bottom at a measured rate. I say like I heard because we cannot really find all these like pieces to just uh, prove that has the uh, advanced um, functions and everything. But um, the level of the water indicates the time and it announced the time and we can actually see the time. So visually and audibly, um, people actually could see the time. And uh, before Tagyongnu, I think I just mentioned this before, people actually had to be on guard at 24-7 to strike a drum to um, uh, signal each hour, right? And how did those guys know what time it was? <laughs> there was a, a probably a sundial, right, or a different clock. But there was less effective at night, right? <laughs> That's right. Uh, they um, just kind of before Tagyongnu. Tagyongnu has a little um, like a toys or something, uh, and it's like um, it's just uh, anyway something that a with a with a regular interval mm. that they could measure. But uh, this sounds like almost the liquid version of an hourglass, where you're dripping. Dripping water down, the water fills up the way the sand in an hourglass right. would. So it's using gravity mm. and all that stuff to, right, to determine right. time. So if you're curious, you can just go to Gyeongbokgung Palace. You can see all this um, there or at the National Folk Museum. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, are we going to continue to talk about uh, inventions in the Joseon era or can we pull it into more modern times? Modern times, of course. Um, do you know Korea has invented this world's first solar-powered cell phone? When? When? 2009. Okay, so that's mm. sort of recent. Right. Yeah. Re- recent one. Um, solar cell is sort of built in the back plate of a cell phone. Mm. Uh, people would be curious why do we need solar cell um, f- cell phones? If you're out in the middle of nowhere, you don't have some place to plug it in. Mm, that's you know, right. You're out in the fields. Right. It was uh, designed for consumers living in the uh, developing markets. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see. So to reach even further afield. Right, okay. right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then uh, this is a new uh, device. It's like a closet, but that steam cleans clothing that's hung inside. So it uses no water, no detergents. It's steam closet. Mm-hmm. Did those catch on? Yeah, it's actually um, available uh, at any market nowadays. No yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, for the world's first curved display smartphone was released. Because the world was clamoring for that. Right. Is that so it fits better in your pocket? Mm. Okay. Right. And then you can just wear it like a watch or something, right? Ah, mm. all right. And then a rollable keyboard. I think that's brilliant too. What does that mean, rollable keyboard? Uh, you can just uh, take out your, uh, you just roll a keyboard just like you roll kimbap. <laughs> okay. All right. So it's kind of portable. Right. You can roll it up. It's almost uh, on a, a rubber backing or something like that. Right, right. Right. And then that probably interfaces with your phone and, and you're on the road. You can mm-hmm. slip those in a backpack. Right. And you don't need a lot of stuff. Right, right. Uh, and then before we just talk about all these modern uh, devices or inventions, well, I think I would like to mention this. We actually talked about this on the previous segment before, but um, still there are not many Koreans. Uh, they would know 
these items originated from Korea, these are something we use every day. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the first thing is the instant coffee mix, right? Instant coffee mix was invented in Korea. Mm-hmm. Really? Koreans love Not coffee. instant coffee itself, but like the self-contained little tube with a little sugar and sugar a little cream. Sugar and, and cream, right. That was a Korean invention. Korean invention. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the first MP3 player was invented in Korea. I remember that. Yeah? I remember them just starting to report on that. Korea has invented this thing. Right. And uh, it'll, it'll store, you know... <laughs> a hundred of your favorite songs. And nowadays sure. we carry around 10 hours of music. But, right. Uh, yeah. It's not in use anymore, but still. No, um, no. Right. But the idea. Mm-hmm. And uh, Korean baseball games. Uh, Korean baseball boasts like some sort of unique scenes. Mm-hmm. Female cheerleaders. And then this Thundersticks. Right. Thunder sticks. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> These are the um, things you clap together, right? Right, right. Yeah. Like a balloon, sort of like long uh, balloon sticks, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go are... to a baseball game Wednesday night. I'm oh, going to really? use some of these. Okay. They're like inflated sticks. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I don't know, because of the air inside, they make a humongous noise. Right. Don't give these to your kids inside the house. <laughs> but they're great at a baseball game. Mm, and these are um, invented by a Korean company here. Um, and then milk carton. Okay, now you're pulling my leg. I don't think the Koreans invented the milk carton, did they? Well, milk carton itself was made in America, you're right, in 1934. And then one American guy actually received a patent on this paper bottle. But then uh, later on, uh, 1952, a Swedish inventor made a Tetra Pak plastic-coated paper carton. And then the next invention is the one you see nowadays, a gable top carton, which is the current milk carton, like a gable roof of a house. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's commonly used for packaging liquid food, juice. So we're talking milk. about the thing where you have to fold Side it and pinch. Flips. Right, right. Side flips. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. you're right. Uh, so you can uh, open easily and then it, clo- it has, got, has this um, secure seal too. Okay. Right. But this was originally invented by a Korean man. All right. <laughs> Remember that every time you drink some milk. Mm. You can just uh, think of this person, Dr. Seokyun Shin. He invented this gable top milk carton in 1953, but considering the time, it mm. was the Korean War. Yeah. So he got to make really milk uh, safe and patent. portable and all that. Mm-mm. Okay. Right. So this um, design is sort of moved to the States and then it became the uh, internationally standardized And poor Dr. Design. Shin just got oh. forgotten in the, in the sweeping current of history. No longer Dr. Shin. Oh, no, no, no. He's still Dr. Shin. He's the modern No, no longer day. will you be forgotten is what uh, I'm saying. Okay. Okay. How about, I mean, uh, give me some more technology stuff. Okay. Um, you are on this social media uh, like SNS pages, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But Korea had the first mass social media mm-hmm. service. I remember it. I had a, I had an, oh, I, you I do? had a homepy. Oh, really? I, we can, we can say it. it's a it was Psy Psy world, right? Sci right. world. Mm-hmm. Is it still around? Not really, right? Not really. It's still around, but uh, it's been basically steamrolled it's by fading out. Right, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that other that other social network service right. that everybody's on. Uh-huh. Um, but I had a homepy, and they pioneered a lot of cool stuff. You could. Fill your little room with mm-hmm. lots of 
stuff, cartoons, and you could give gifts. Right, right. You posted status updates just the way you do today. That's right. That goes back a long time. Right, right. And also, it has this automated system for contacting friends all over the world. It was easy to just track down all the friends uh, from high school or middle school, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was a social media utility. It really, uh, that did break ground before Mm -hmm. that other one caught on. Right. And... uh, when we talk about this internet connectivity, PC방 or internet cafes, these were the Korea's PC invention. room. PC right? room. Mm-hmm. I guess nowadays computing power is so affordable that most people have their own rig, especially mm-hmm. for gaming. Right. Nonetheless, PC방s are still around, right? Yeah, still around. It's still booming. We, we have this e-sport game scenes um, here in Korea, and there are so many internet game fans so it's still booming Mm -hmm. um and then virtual store have you heard of this like an online store uh online store not really it's actually installed at Seolung Station in 2011. Um, from afar it looks like just products all arranged on real shelves but it's a photo huge photo product photos with qr codes Mm. so just with your smartphone, you can just scan a QR code on your way to yeah. your house That's after exactly work. exactly, almost mm-hmm. to a T, what Amazon is starting to do in the United States. Mm. So kind of reprising an idea. Okay. Um, we've got just a little bit of time left. Why don't we, I mean, uh, I'd be real interested in talking about some seriously useful things, things that people are actually still using that they can kind of think about and, uh, you know, just uh, think that it's, you know, remember that it's made in Korea. Well, it's a new item because uh, well, this invention shows or invention competitions around the world. Korean inventors are just doing so well. Um, and one of the items I would like to introduce you to is uh, smart safe paving blocks. Paving, pavement or paving blocks? Uh, pavement. So it's, so it's like uh, blocks in the pavement. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's like LED um, lights. Ah, so like embedded lights in the road. Embedded lights in the road. It's embedded into the Braille blocks, actually. Uh-huh. Mm. I always wondered, I just found out a year or so ago what those bumps in the street were. Oh, those are Braille. for blind people, Braille That's blocks. Right, right. And so alongside those are the LED lights. Mm-hmm, right. So one, uh, you can just, it, they change colors from green to red according to the traffic light signal. And then it's really useful for um, students or young students who lack um, attention, or adults as well, who are smart zombies. who Smartphone zombies looking down at their phone. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. LED embedded pavement lights. Remember them when you see them. They were invented in Korea. Michelle, we're out of time. Thanks Mm -hmm. very much for coming in. Thank you.